0: Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. The big guy Ryback feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation, Conversation with the big guy. the big guy Ryback. Right right back. Starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am the big guy Ryback, and today I am joined by Vicky Guerrero. And this was such a fun episode for me, and it was so great to see Vicky uh, and have a conversation with her. Uh, Spending a lot of time with her and being on the road in WWE uh, from our time there and to seeing her now back on our television screens with AEW Every Wednesday night with Dynamite, it, uh, it makes me truly, truly happy. And she's such an amazing, nice woman in this conversation. I think you guys are really going to enjoy. We talk a lot about AEW and WWE, the differences, uh, the talent, working with Nyla Rose, who's going to be a guest uh, the following week here on the podcast Talking about the differences between Vince McMahon and, and Tony Khan um, and, and working wrestling, you know, during the coronavirus and, and without a crowd and what that is like. And after, you know, working in front of, you know, 80,000, 100,000 people uh, and then being limited because of the virus, what that is exactly like. We talk a little bit about social media and uh, real life, just enjoying life and being able to get away. But and then one great piece of advice at the end. So make sure you stay tuned uh, and listen all the way through. Just a just a, a beautiful, intelligent woman, and I have nothing but love for Vicky. So, ladies and gentlemen, Vicky Guerrero.
1: Hi, Ryan. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: <laughs> Long time no talk.
0: I know it's been time goes by so fast. This, it's, it's been a while. Last time I saw you was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, at an independent show, I believe you were at because I, I think it was for heroes in wrestling.
1: And he- heroes
0: and legends, yeah. yeah. Heroes and
1: legends, and oh my gosh!
0: And that was right when I started doing independence there for the two years when I left. But I was in I was in such a bad way, my back and shoulder, and I was trying to figure out everything. But I remember seeing you there because. Ricardo Rodriguez was there, Jesus, and, yeah. and there were a few other people. Adam Rose was another one. But, man, it's – I go, that's been four years.
1: Time does go by really fast.
0: How have you been?
1: I'm great. I'm uh, just, I'm doing everything I can and I get too much on my plate. And then I'm like, why do I do that? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I did that to myself.
0: I do the same thing, but I got to say, you look exactly the same as I remember you from WWE and you, like, you oh. haven't aged one bit. Oh,
1: stop.
0: You know me. Stop.
1: <laughs> No, I, we bought a boat. So we've been in the sun quite a bit. So I really enjoy like working hard and then we go out in the water quite a bit. So I think that's my vitamin D and kind of refreshing myself from the, the chaos.
0: That's so important. Like I, I have, I have my hot tub in the back and I'll go out there in the pool, especially but in and, and just getting some sun and just getting away from everything and being able to uh, no phone or anything and just relax and shut down.
1: That's the secret and we don't do it. No one's going to do it for us. <laughs>
0: no. Have you actually seen to the, uh, because it, it's, I talk about it all the time, the social dilemma movie on Netflix. No. You, oh, please watch it. Matt Hardy just actually tweeted about it this earlier today, but, um, I watched it a couple of weeks ago, but it's on, uh, cell phones and what's going on with like, uh, on with cell phones and, but like, I learned that when having my business and doing what you just said, taking on too much sometimes, which is my own fault. But how important, like getting, getting away from all of it is because it's sometimes just massive overload. And it's just that little bit of a winding.
1: It's called social dilemma.
0: Yeah. Social dilemma. It'll rock your world. It is, it's, it's like maybe about an hour and a half long, but it's on Netflix. And I've told everyone I've been talking about, I go, it's, it's actually kind of scary but it, it's, it will all make sense when you're watching it. Just kind of the the, the phone phenomenon of, of with kids and, and they're growing up on it. Whereas like we, I, I had, it didn't come out for me, the smartphones until I think my early 20s. Um, and then, but like internet when I was in high school. But like I, I'd lived without it, obviously, for a portion of my life, luckily. Yeah. Whereas not many people today have that luxury where they're just growing up on it and it's a different whole different thing
1: you go to restaurants and the whole family's on their phone it's like like does anybody talk yeah. anymore and like socialize and <laughs> yeah it's pretty incredible
0: <laughs> that's why i was like when you're out on the boat are you you just do you shut off from all of it there and just we, just enjoy life yeah
1: we 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 have our phones with us but oh, yeah. here, we're we they're off and because then it doesn't mean then it doesn't count for anything because then my husband will be working and then if i'm doing something it's like why even be out here we're yeah. going to be doing work so we really try and find that time to just you know get away from the house and the dogs and everything else
0: (laughs) the real human interaction is so important that's what and I like doing this podcast my favorite thing is is and I do two shows during the week I know that during two points of the week that whether it's an hour whatever it is 40 minutes that I'm not no phones just talk be social and like that real life element of that's kind of going away sometimes if you don't make actually practice it so.
1: Yeah. I love your Yoda picture. That's really cute. <laughs> I love it. I'm real so badass,
0: fun. Vicky. Real badass. The Uh. Oh. Yeah, the,
1: I just want to like kiss him all over.
0: <laughs> a fan made that for me because I'm obsessed with I have so I've never seen The Mandalorian. I'm just obsessed with the baby Yoda memes.
1: <laughs> oh, you got to watch it. It's incredible.
0: Everyone tells me I don't watch a lot of TV. I only I have my cable for my mother and for and for wrestling to watch wrestling yeah. still. And but I I do need I should because everyone's told me how great it is. But those memes make me smile. So I got Baby Yoda. Like fans gave me a blanket, that, and then another poster (laughs) framed that I have right by my door when I leave my house. So I smile every time I leave because I see Baby Yoda. So (laughs) it's
1: just so cute.
0: (laughs) Oh thanks. No, it's uh but going back to the 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 phones, but I was saying too, like it's just so important. Um real life connections and doing things and in the technology is amazing, but to be able to just give someone the time to like, if you go on a date or do anything or meet somebody and like, I, I'll keep my phone off. And like, I I'm so, it's so much more enjoyable.
1: Well, you know, now they're, they're pushing the social distancing where everything's virtual. Like, yeah. you know, I met my husband on online, but when they're saying now you can meet people online, I'm like, I, that just takes the whole, I get bothered by that because how can you meet someone virtually? I think it's more important to like go and I know COVID and everything's really bizarre right now, but I really think it's important to like talk, you know, like go yeah. meet someone for coffee and see them and see if they have like any guns in their backyard, in the back backseat or yeah. if they have like a good car, mess up car. I mean, you read a lot of people by seeing them in person.
0: Energy, you know, it's so real and that you can't distinguish yeah. energy sometimes on social media. Yeah. And it it's it's just and to the movie, you'll really blow your mind because what it, it goes into detail and I'm not going to spoil anything for you or anything, but the that ever like what you see on your phone is entirely different than what I see on my phone because our phones have learned us and they're selling us and they can't distinguish between lies and truth. So a lot of people are, that's why we're seeing kind of like the chaos we're seeing. They're so convinced that what they're seeing is true because the phones are feeding them this massive overload of information to keep them on the phones to make the ad agencies that are all connected more money, which is a very like dangerous kind of, but so that's why I just tell people, I go, just make time. The phones are awesome. But as long as you go do real stuff in real life, you'll have some balance and be yeah able
1: to... get, work in your garden and yeah get all dirty and stuff
0: <laughs> yeah so tell me like with with everything with with uh covid how have you been staying busy and then obviously now with aew and back in wrestling which makes me so happy but when this all started i mean th- what a year this has been
1: you know it was really scary because you know well, us being in the industry together we've never had covid no. affect us so i think when in february on my calendar i had maybe like 43 events that were, I was scheduled on my calendar. And within like the end of March, they were all canceled. And that was really scary because, you know, we live on shows and, you know, bookings and, and, you know, appearances. And so, I mean, thank God I had my college degree because I thought, well, I'll just go back into the medical field, which was a great opportunity because all the doctor offices were hiring. So I thought I could do this, but then I kind of waited a little bit because, you know, to get into a job and to get interviewed, it takes, I don't want to waste someone's time. I thought, I'm going to see how bad this is first. But then I was working with AEW. So when they started calling and I was doing some appearances, I just kind of sat still for a little bit and, and seeing where that was going to take me. And I ended up getting signed. So I didn't have to do the office job. So I'm really grateful to God that I waited and just not, you know, jump into something really quick. Cause it probably wouldn't have been an AEW if I did that.
0: It's amazing. It makes me happy and good things happen to good people. I believe. And it's, this is definitely one of those cases that what, ha, when, where did the, when did the AEW thing start? When did, how, how did that all come into fruition?
1: Well, I've always watched AEW when it started, yeah, you know, same. I love, I mean, I love the product. I mean, it's just so different from where we've been in WWE. And, um, I went. I was in a business meeting in Dallas, uh, visiting some friends. And Brandi Rhodes is like, "Hey, I saw on your social media that you're in Dallas," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I was like, I never talked. I haven't talked to her in, in months. And she's like, uh, "You want to come do some commentary tonight?" And I was like, "Sure." And so I went to AW Dark. I got to meet everyone. I saw a lot of friends from WWE that were there, and I was like, "It's just. It was just a. I don't know. It was like a comfort." Um, circle of life type turnaround. You're like, okay, there's this other promotion out here that's just been like, you know, I'm a fan, but I wasn't really involved with it. Um, it went really well. And, you know, I love Cody Rhodes. I love his concept of uh, how he's treating the superstars. And he knows firsthand, you know, what it is for the, the guys five. to rest. And the creativity that the, that the stars can have rather than getting handed a script and saying, you got to do this this week, you know, without being question Um, and then I just kind of let them know you know gosh you know I'd love to come back when you want to use me and then I went back for some other appearances and I got to know everyone and I went on the Jericho cruise which I got to meet everyone on a different level you know hang out with them drink you know have dinner with them and I just fell in love with like Tony Khan and how their product was taking care of the stars and the roster is just incredible I mean some great talented people on there. And then I just started showing my, you know, uh, interest. And then I started coming back for a few more appearances. And then in July we signed and I've been like a happy camper ever since.
0: <laughs> what an incredible story. Everyone I've talked to there tells me, and I've had multiple people there. And I actually got Nyla's actually just got her confirmed uh, for Friday for the, the show following year. So perfect time. Completely. i had been trying to get her for a couple months on here. And then I had to go through the AEW media uh, and and then so there, we finally got it set up for Friday, but she's incredible. Yeah. So yeah. Love her. No, it's like, it makes me so happy to see what's transpired because, and, and my story is that I was hurt and I walked out on everything and I needed the five disc fusion and shoulder replacement, which I didn't realize right away, but I was, my personal story with WWE is my own personal thing that has nothing to do creative creatively. It had to do with a lot of things prior with an injury and lawsuits and, and it sucks, but it really strained everything uh, on my end there and gave me a, I'm grateful for everything I, I had and, and blessed and I'll never, sometimes that gets misconstrued, but it was not a healthy environment for me there especially what was going on. And, <laughs> and it, it it's in light. And I, I talk about this too with, the work schedule and things and and people like I look at what AEW is doing and I'm just like it I'm so excited for pro wrestling again and and it's and like I talked with Cody months back I got a few more stem cell procedures coming up and once I get that done it, it's like it's go time and I'm training and I'm I'm very optimistic of what the future holds because I want to be a part of the future of pro wrestling of fixing a lot of industry mistakes which I believe my personal words is I believe WWE is responsible for a lot of it the way that it is. And I just think things can be improved, and it makes me so happy that there's finally somebody who has the financial backing that loves pro wrestling and feels the same exact way and got the right pieces with with Cody and, 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 and everybody else in there, where I think it's going to... And I talk about all the time, I think, and I think in a year, I think AEW is the top promotion with the way things are going. Cause it's just, it's, I watch everything. It's the most exciting product there is because of what you said of the creativity and letting people, and I think treating talent just normal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You You know, know? and what's interesting is that you have a lot of guys coming from the Indies and especially the women's division, you know, there is some young girls and young ladies in there. But the great thing is that, you know, Dustin Rhodes, he trains them. I'm helping some of the girls with the character development. And to see their eyes light up and you give them all these ideas and you give them these different scenarios of, teaching them what their character is about. And that's something that's so important that they need to believe in that character and they need to love it so much that when they go in the ring, they're going to be like, this is who I am instead of someone forcing a character on them. They're going to be like, "Eh," you know, it doesn't mean that much. I think that's just so important. And I love how they bring, you know, women in that's not on the roster because we get to mingle with them. You know, Nyla has been able to, uh, tonight we have a Matt, we have a brawl with one of the girls. I can't say too much, but um, we've, we've gone to, you know, work with different unsigned roster members. I think it's just so neat to let these girls, you know, have a taste of TV and and to work with them. And I think mentoring them is so important. And that's something in WWE that I don't get me wrong. There was a lot of, Agents that were great and I love them, but there wasn't a lot of time taken to, you know, to empower their character. And so that's what I'm loving about AEW is that Tony Khan and Cody and Jerry Lynn, they're just like, they just come together and we're just like, just, you know, building someone up and it's just really exciting to see how that comes to life.
0: I think that's so important to, to say, because what to sometimes people that are critical or things of that nature, which comes when you're on TV, it's important to remember that. And I look back and I remember being young and getting into wrestling and I knew nothing compared to what I know now. And from the things that I learned and, and that character development, and that sometimes what we're seeing is unprecedented in this new company come along and they're making not, and I, I, we all know, like you being in WWE, how hard it is to make one new star. It is, it's not easy. And it, 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 it takes that star working with other people and at AEW started out, they had just enough people with star value and bring mm-hmm. the stars. I go, you just got to give it time. And in a year, I look at a lot of the talent now differently than I looked at them even a year ago. But these are all young people that love wrestling that are just trying to. It takes time to learn the psychology aspect. And there that happens to be that they're on major television learning this. And it's going to take yeah. time. And, and not everyone will get it, but a lot will. And in five years or 10 years, they're going to be entirely different performers than they are their first year or two in the business. And why it's so important, having the key people there that can pass that knowledge down and having yeah. the right mix of, of people that are stars already from being on TV with new people that you're literally, whereas before in developmental, a lot of that stuff could be learned in developmental, but you never fully learned it until you got up to the big, big time and like worked yeah. with people that have been there. And so, for like these guys to be in the ring with someone like Jericho or Cody or Luke Harper or or, Eric Moxley, Brody, the knowledge that they've learned over the years will be passed down through working with them over time.
1: Absolutely.
0: Which then gets passed down more. And it's just, and that's what I see. And it's an environment that is only, I look at it as a fresh, just a a brand new plant that was planted. It's only going to grow. Because they're gonna, you're allowing it to grow, and it's a positive, healthy environment. And and it's not to say anything bad about the other one. It's just it's something different, and I think it's being done the right way.
1: Yeah, and right now, you know, COVID. I mean, AW before COVID hit, they were working once a week, and I was like, really? Like you leave on a Tuesday, you come back home on Thursday. heaven. Like I, like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, we used to leave like I used to leave on Fridays and come back on Wednesdays. Yeah. It- I was even able to come back home. Sometimes I was on the road for two weeks and, you know, I had kids, which was like, I can't believe I I did it. But you look back, you're like, gosh, I just had so much time that I was away from my kids. But to hear the guys say, yeah, you know, we get to go home and make a small trip when I'm home and we have family vacations and I get to rest. And, you know, right now we work twice a week every other week, you know, so we tape live and tape um, the, the tape dynamite. But still, I mean, I'd rather work a hard two days, you know, just go hard and yeah. then you have that next week off. I'm like, it's it's wonderful. I'm like, there's a heaven in this industry.
0: <laughs> you know, though, then that's a great point. And this is something I talked about. And I and 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 I always and just look because the thing is, and you know this better than anybody. I understand business and making as much money as possible, but when you're dealing with human lives. I think it's so important to look at that, and looking at the history of pro wrestling under the 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 Vince schedule or the WWE schedule, and seeing the the outcome of a lot, something is off, and and I think it ties into that being gone, working four or five days, weeks on end, being away, being in a healthy environment. Uh, Because let's, I loved and being on the road was exciting at first, but eventually becomes Groundhog's Day and where it, it it just wears you out and because you're dealing with a human life and like you said, you have kids and you're in pain all the time and you're working and I know from being there, I was in pain all the time because you don't have, it's training, driving, flying, wrestling all out every single night, just year after year after year and then you got people that, that go 10, 12, 15 years. I mean, if not longer, it adds up. It adds up. So I think wrestling that, to me, I go, you you look at the formula of that, that that maybe it's great that you know it is, it is what it was and, and whatnot. But I think we you have to look at the information and go, we can make this better. Like we can, we can make money as a brand and a business. And we're dealing with these human lives that are that are performing already even once a week is more than any other on this with no offseason, is more than any other industry for how physical wrestling is but that's the, the most realistic way to do it in my opinion where where it's not that where you can take that and learn from the past and make it better for the future that's what excites me the most with yeah, my Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And what's great too Ryan is that like we have pay-per-views every 3 months. How exciting is that that you can take these stories that you can build cool. and, and nurture and you know and let the fans get involved. I think that was so important because when I was working with Edge in WWE we had pay-per-views probably every two or three months it wasn't too bad yet but then as it got you know as it as the show went on we started having pay-per-views like almost every month And so the story just kind of went out the window because there was no time to build. And I think it's so important that we get these stories and, you know, each character can get invested and take the time to do the backstage content and, um, you know, and connect the fans to these storylines. So when the pay-per-view comes, everyone's ready for it. And so an AEW having these pay-per-views every three months, I was like, this is how it's supposed to be. You know, this is how. You can, you know, just take your time and, and let the fans, you know, enjoy what, what we're trying to say and what story we're trying to tell. So I think that's just another exciting thing too about AEW. So, yeah, I'm a fan and I'm and yeah. I'm invested.
0: No, I, I could tell in, in just seeing how excited and happy you are. And I and that's what, what I watch. I look at that and I listen to the promos and the, this is not, again, everything. It, it, the scripted promos is, it's not fun. It, it, yes. it, it's... <laughs> And I I had to read some horrible lines and and it's, and you know, and there were, and there were different times where even, even if you're being booked in, in, and again, in the main events for a year, but reading those lines verbatim, it's not fun. And then they get changed and it's stressful. And it's where, when I watch this, even if you know the direct, that you have the storyline, if you're allowing the talent to use their creative minds that's the real part of wrestling that I feel like I got into. That I wanted to, for overall, I love entertainment, and being yeah. spontaneous and random and, and improv. I love improv, where I think as long as you have a direction of where you go in a professional way of within your character, and it's not if you go off this page, you're not going to have a promo for three months. Like that to me is a little more exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, you walk backstage and you get yelled at because you forgot three sentences yeah. in this, you know, two-page promo. I'm like sorry i mean what 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 can you do you know but yeah it's it's just it's taking it to another level of just having fun with who you are that night i think that's just great and um i love just uh being vicky guerrero you know and what would vicky do and that makes it more exciting to me to you know be at that moment spontaneous you know if they say hey go do a promo all right (laughs) there's no there's no stress
0: (laughs) i'm so happy i wish though i I, and for you, too, and being away and still doing appearances, but back on TV again in a major way, what was it like coming back, though, during COVID without the crowd? Because I feel like to me <laughs> and with my injuries and when I come back of being gone and like I haven't wrestled, I had to stop wrestling two years ago with all these stem cells I've had and I'm almost all better. But for me, it would be I, I talk about it, I go, I don't think I could return until there's a crowd because I've, I, I, I've gone through too much. Like I want I need that energy but like what was it like coming back with that in that atmosphere? Because that, that's unprecedented what we've seen with this.
1: Yeah, it sucked because, <laughs> uh, because I need the crowd. You know, that's yeah. my character is for them to boo me and I want to ha- I want them to hate me by the time I walk out of the ring. Yep. It was very different, you know. So the only crowd that we had was the roster, the heels, and the babies on either side. And that was uh it it was pretty different. And it's sad because I I didn't realize how much. We need the fans because there's such a, an important element in our show and you, I miss the crowds and the booze and the cheers and even the clapping, you know, and, yeah. um, so I think next, well, we started getting fans now in AEW. So I think with COVID, we're allowed like 10%. So we had about 300 fans in the last two TV tapings. And it's great. I mean, we're just like, you know, you start getting excited again. And the fans are ready to come back. It's just we have to wait till things are right. But the fans that were there, you can read off their faces and, you know, are like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. So I'm, I'm ready. It's very quiet in the arena when, you know, you're out there and you're trying to you know act and be mean and i'm like be mean and there's someone hating right there but you're just like an empty chair (laughs) you need that
0: energy to play off of it really is it's that is what makes pro wrestling so special and like even like ufc and things i think in like their pay-per-views that they do they're able to get away with it more because the action's always on the fight regardless anyways for the most part and that whereas in wrestling though with with what's going on in the ring though and there's so much more than just that that it's that entertainment aspect of it. And it's, I watched it. I go, it reminded me too, of like in being in developmental and doing some shows in front of very few people. And it yeah. was the most, it's, you really have to really hone in and really suspend your belief as a performer because.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to love what you're doing. Yep. to re- doesn't matter how big the audience is. because We're used to like 80,000 fans, yeah. you know, like WrestleMania and you get excited, but When I went back to the indies and it was only like maybe a hundred people, you know, if you're not invested a hundred percent into your career and your character, you're not going to enjoy it. And I think that's where the true test is. And I tell a lot of people that want to get into wrestling. You have to be invested with the 50, you know, member audience versus the 10,000 member audience you know, whatever audience it is, you have to give a hundred percent all the time. If you're not willing to do that because it's a slow night or it's an empty night, then you might want to think about, you know, really that's where you want to be, you know, because you have to truly love it to perform, you know, and be happy performing. Yeah. But I don't have a problem when there's no audience. Cause I just got to look at Nyla and she's breathing so heavy and she has like mean face and she's like look at me like who am I going to eat now you know and I'm just like, I, I, she gets me riled up so I think we feed off each other's energy
0: <laughs> it's always better having somebody out there too and, and, and she stays in character so well and, and, and oh. is so believable with that so it just and it allows yeah. you to just you just adapt to it so
1: yeah it's it's incredible I'm really having a lot of fun with her she's a lot she's a character and you'll see when you talk to her she's just an incredible human being and I just give her so much credit for staying, you know, open and outgoing and positive because yep. I'm learning a lot from her. So it's it's been a really good experience to be teamed up with her.
0: Yeah, I actually because she's bought she's bought by Feed Me More Nutrition a few times on that. And then I actually and then asked her to do the show through social media in which then we went through the, the AEW media with that. But I told her I could tell she's a joke. She likes to joke around, though, but I. Oh. I, I told her when you started, we were paired with her, I said to her, I had I, recently I saw an image again of when we did a backstage thing where we did the hug. It was in Baltimore where I ended up <laughs> hugging you. And I was in the, the, I think I was doing the bully character still. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my God, that's a long time ago. <laughs>
0: and, uh, but I remember there was like this, we had to do this hug and it was the first time people saw like Ryback, I think show any even remote emotion from the whole time. <laughs> That I was from baby face to then even heel, and like, and I don't remember the specifics of why we did it, but it was an embrace. And I saw that image, and it made me laugh. And I go, <laughs> when you see Vicky again, I go, give her a hug and says, the big guy says hi. <laughs> oh,
1: I, uh, you're you're such. We have some good memories, so yeah, I, I, I'm really um, I'm grateful for our memories together because you were a lot of
0: fun. No, thank you. Likewise, it's such a. With this, that's too the one thing with pro wrestling that I miss leaving is it was such a, it was my life. And then I left and I had my own things I'm dealing with and I had to leave. Like I couldn't stay, I would have had to retire if I stayed. And it's, you lose, and obviously I stay in contact with some of the people, but it, it, that I always enjoyed the arenas. Um, And not necessarily like TV days with all that, but like just live events and, the laid yeah. back when, and all the talent, like, because everyone is always so amazing. It, it's like I miss that the most, just laughing and joking, sitting around the ring, randomly yeah. laughing or just running into you somewhere. And it's, you say something stupid and just like those were the memories that, like, I miss from pro wrestling the most that when you leave, that's all gone in a way because you're out of that environment. And yeah. for me, I know, too, and when you being out when you were away. Did you find the same thing, like that disconnect a little bit when you leave that environment? It's, it's the one thing I miss the most.
1: Yeah, because it's our family. Yeah. You know, I mean, we—I think we spent more time with each other than we did our own family. Yeah. So going on the overseas tours for two or yeah. three weeks, and then you come right back to TV and you go back you know, to the house show loop. You know, you get to, you get to know, you know, who. Uh, each other is and, you know, what we're battling and what we're going through. And it's hard because, you know, you have that, I guess when we're on the road so much with WWE, you always have interaction with everyone. And then when I came home, I was like kind of lonely. I was like, there's no flight to take me to go see these people or, you know, and then you see on social media, people taking pictures and you see people connecting in different ways. You're like, oh man, I miss him or her. Or, Gosh, she looks great. You know, and so it's, you wish you could be a part of all of that, but it was time to move on.
0: (laughs) No, it's a real thing. And like I tell, and I've talked to, you know, like Wade Barrett with Stu and Stu Bennett's back with NXT now, which makes me happy that he's back involved. But like, there's a period like when you leave, it like, and luckily I had, I knew what I wanted to do. Like I had my supplements and things, I had things to keep me busy, but like the health and, but like all of a sudden you're used to just going, 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 going and it all stops and you don't realize too, like the stress you're under too. I remember like always feeling pressured. Like I had to do something. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, I can do whatever I want now. I'm, I have all the time in the world. It took me probably two years, maybe longer, to really like. Now I'm free, I'm happy, and I've been. I think I had to stop doing indie appearances, which my doctors didn't want me doing with my injuries, but I did for the money for Feed Me More Nutrition to make sure that was going to be a success early on. But then when I stopped that, it was like that was when I think I was finally able to kind of distance myself a little bit and build my other things fully and realize I was like, okay, I could do other things and like I can. If I want to have some drinks, I don't have to worry about, you know, catching a three, getting up at 3 a.m. for a 5 (laughs) a.m. flight because that's that get in Wednesday, fly out first thing Friday. You do that for enough periods of time, like it's ingrained in you. So
1: I think what I enjoy most is that I was able to go home and just sleep in my bed every night. And that that even in itself took me a long time to enjoy because I even had to I got rid of my suitcase because I was so used to having it on my table in my bedroom that that was reminder that there's a, there's a trip coming up and I can't close it because it's time to pack again. So those little things I, I had to adjust by getting rid of the suitcase out of my bedroom and just trying to make a routine of, okay, I get to sleep in my bed every night from now on. It was, it was just a new way of living. And I, I, it was hard. It was hard for a, for a couple of months. Yeah.
0: I needed, I still have my suitcase on my luggage stand. Oh, open hell. in my room. I'm gonna move that into my laundry room. I don't know why I haven't done it. It's been in the same spot since I started with WWE. Oh my god. I, I'm just like because it's it was part of my room. I have I literally have it in there because that way I could pack it, but that's a missing piece right there. Something. Why haven't I moved that? That's crazy. That's yeah. I've just thank you but for the fun this.
1: parts the shop for a new one, so there's yeah. joy in. It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you this. What's the difference between – and I don't know what like, – and I always got along with Vince anytime we we had interactions and things. They just There was other things. But, like, um, as far as Tony Khan goes, everyone I've talked to, it's just so positive the, from the environment. And I, be, I firmly believe that stop, starts from the top down on the environment that you're in on that. What are the differences or there, are there any real differences between him and Vince on just – you know, obviously all the talent's amazing everywhere, I believe but just from your experience there, how are things different?
1: Well, I think with um, the relationship between me and Vince, started with Eddie when he was alive. And so Vince really took us on as a, kind of felt like he was our dad you know because he really helped eddie through many things that was going on through wwe and then vince was there when eddie passed away so vince and i always had a great relationship as far as like a father figure because he was great i mean if you get him outside the wrestling industry he's just a a wonderful person to talk to so i've known vince for almost 20 years i mean It's he's been in our family for a long time, but the thing with Vince and WWE is as a superstar, you never saw Vince in the hallway or to be able to, you saw him come through the hallway, but he was on a mission with 20 people around him. And then he was just on his way. Um, The difference in AEW with Tony Khan is Tony is this uh, fan who you can find him in the hallway, sitting at a table, talking to like 10 superstars. And they're all More accessible about is idea. what
0: I was getting. That's what everyone says. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, you know, and and like with AEW, like after a show, Tony provides food for us after we we work. So we go back to the hotel. Tony has catered food for us. Wow. And you will find Tony coming into that room while you're eating, and he's just sitting there talking, like, "Hey, let's, you know, how'd it go tonight?" Or we're just bullshitting with each other, and we're just, you know, he just wants to know who you are. And I haven't gotten to know Tony. Um, a, really a lot because now that I'm working, like it's busier. I'm not just a visitor that comes in and gets to sit with him. But Tony's everywhere in that arena. I mean, he's on the stage, he's in the ring. Um, when we tape, he comes out and he's telling everyone, "Man, you guys are great tonight. Like I love the cheering and just as always, is pushing us, you know. And he's just um, he cares about it. I'm not saying that Vince doesn't, yeah. but. Tony's in front of me probably 70% of the time during the day where I can find him just standing there watching the monitor of the show. Or you can find him, you know, um, backstage, you know, doing the, you know, calling the match or whatever. It's just so different. And, you know, Tony will uh, provide like functions for us. If we're there for like 10 days in Florida, he'll schedule a barbecue for everyone that's there so we have somewhere to go for the holiday. And I'm like – like this is and he's there, you know, he's yeah. not just scheduling something and he's out, you know, doing his own thing. He's there with his uh, girlfriend and his family and we're just we're just drinking and eating and he just wants to sit back and enjoy himself. And that's just really cool because he's one of us and he's not trying to say, you know, um, I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm up here and this is everyone else. Yeah. You know, he's like sitting at the table, you know, taking a shot with us. And that's pretty cool, yeah. you know. So that that impressed me the most because he wanted to just sit, he just sits down and says, Hey, how's it going? You know, and and how are you? You know, he sits there and he listens. It's not like he's saying, How are you? Oh, I gotta go now. You know, I mean, it's pretty it's a pretty good experience of how he's treated everyone and what I've seen personally.
0: You know, I think too, and, and this I wish and you, you bring up with Vince, I wish a lot like with my experience with him, and I talked to him quite a bit. It was always business and a lot of things happened on a personal level with me back from Nexus with an ankle injury and in lawsuits and them telling me to drop them for the company. And then I didn't have a lot of trust and that was my biggest issue. And I never got to form that relationship first before those issues happen with that. Uh, but I under, and I understand everyone has different experiences with him, which is, and I wish it was better because I, and I tried but it was just so business on so many levels. But I think too, in like Tony being younger, and this is a shift that's happening, I think, and with Vince, I think it was much more in a different time, more carny in a way. And I think there came where he changed on how much he let people in. I think he was hurt over the years, things, but I think a lot of it stems from what he's done as well with that, where Tony, and this is more of a new modern CEO thing where they're more empathetic, more, more sympathetic, they're more hands-on um, it's, it's, it's a newer approach that has been shown in business to have more success, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it does is instead of one place is fear-based uh, and you rule through fear and the other one is you rule through love and empowering your team. And when you do that, you actually, you build better relationships yeah. and you actually create an environment where people don't want to leave, but if they do, it's okay and it's okay if they leave and they're better off because what happens is they usually want to come back. And we've seen that with modern businesses and they, and I've read a lot about this and I go, holy hell, this is what's going on in wrestling. And that's why I really believe, and I've talked about it unless WWE sells or changes their business model and what they're doing, AEW is going to surpass them because they're doing it the right way. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's it's my opinion from what I've read from business books on businesses that are failing now in 2020 and businesses that are thriving and growing. And it all stems from how, what you're talking about with Tony, which seems to me, he's very, very, very in tune with, and it's everyone I've talked to said the same thing.
1: Yeah. You know, and also, Ryan, there's a big difference of Tony. When you have a storyline, you, my, my emails go to Kenny Omega, QT and Tony. Because Tony's involved. With Vince, you had 20 writers that by the time the story got to Vince, it was something totally different than what you were trying to relate and what you want to do. So I think that there's a lot of uh, miscommunication with with WWE because, man, well, you know, you It's so big. And and you get a storyline and they say, we're going to do this tonight. Well, by the time you get who you're dealing with and then go through the writers to get something changed or something doesn't work, you went with what the first thing was because you can't get a hold of events to change something. And so that was, that was a really frustrating element. And you know, when I gave them my year notice, I said, I'll leave in a year because I was general manager and I, I wanted to give them the respect of, Hey, I'm not just going to drop you and you know, just leave the show, you know, in an instant. But at the same time, I said, I told myself, okay, I'm going to give them a year notice. If they want me, then they're going to show that they want me.
0: Yeah.
1: And if they don't, well then, it's, it's proven and it's supposed to be true that I'm going to be leaving. Well, they never said, Hey, you know, why don't you stay? Like, we really love you. You know, we we really want to try it. And I just had to let God be God. And I told God, you know, if I don't get any kind of sign that they want to work with me or they want me here, then I'm supposed to be gone. I think 10 years was a good run. And (laughs) so when I left, I was just like, I'm good with it because I did my part to let, give them the chance. So, um, and that's where, you know, things change, you know, this industry, I mean, people come and go and people change and there's new ideas and, and new, um, uh, you know, goals that companies have. And I just, I was ready to move on and do my own goals and yeah. on my own way, you know, so that was, that was exciting for me.
0: And everything too. And like, I'm a big believer, like everything that happens is for our favor and benefit if we, if we embrace that. And the- Absolutely. And new opportunities will will come up, and they have. And like to yeah. to see Vicky Guerrero involved in pro wrestling in 2020, and my, <laughs> like it's 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 amazing. And oh, thank you to see you genuinely happy. So, tell thank me, you. Vicky, you've got into the podcasting world because, and I got into it. My year left. I I learned about business, and I go, oh, I not I knew nothing about podcasting, but I, I knew what I wanted to do with my business, and I'm. I was learning all these different things and podcasting kept coming up, have a podcast. And I was like, I don't know if I want a podcast, what am I going to talk about? And I just threw myself in and I eventually figured it out, built a studio at home. What got you involved in podcasting and how are you enjoying it?
1: You know, um, I, I, me too. I didn't want to be in podcasting. I love being interviewed. I mean, that was, that was something that we're used to, you know, they call you up, they interview you and then you're done. I had a producer, um, Uh, Jerry Strauss, who said, Hey, you know, he's interviewed me like three or four times. He's like, if I was your producer, I did all the technical stuff. Would you want to have a podcast show? And to me, it seemed overwhelming because you got to find the guests, you got to find content you got to, it's an ongoing task as you know. Um, but then I love to talk. So I was just like, okay, let's try it and see how it goes. Um, and I liked it. I mean, I do like talking to everyone. I love learning about someone's story that's real, not just the role they played on TV. So that was something that I love to like, you know, dive into was learning about different wrestlers and their, and their stories and their um, experiences. And then, you know, I pretty much kind of just kept doing it. You know, I was like, I'm going to try this out. And then I didn't know there was podcast awards and yeah. all these, I, this is a huge Industry, world in yeah. podcasting. So then now I'm on Twitch and now I'm going to move my podcasting to Twitch. And so it's like it just keeps growing and there's this whole new world in Twitch that's just for podcasters.
0: Wait, and, so I don't know about I just made a Twitch account because I was gonna I'm adding video games in for yeah. I didn't realize how big that was because I look at everything with the supplements as sales funnels and, and a way to interact with fans. Twitch, I go, I knew nothing about this, but Vince Russo kept telling me a year ago. He goes, get on Twitch. What is this podcasting on there? Well,
1: I'm I'm a late bloomer to Twitch. I just started hey. gaming and, and I, I started chatting with the fans, which is incredible because these fans actually join when they see your own live. So if you go to Twitch and you look at po- just put in podcasting or chatting, there's all these podcasts that are on there. And so you can record your podcasts on there and it's saved, and then you can just download them to like your Google oh, and your Spotify. And The following is a lot faster than it is, say, what we're doing now. You know, you're trying to download an episode every, you know, how you do it twice a week. Uh, It works, you know, but not only you bring your followers from your chatting and your gaming, but then you kind of cross-reference them to different things you're doing. And I do crafts, too, and so... There's a, like a streaming for crafts. You can teach people how to do crafts that I do or scrapbook, you know, whatever. And so that's another like page you have on Twitch. Oh, so the wow. more that you're doing, the more that you're just like growing, and then which becomes an affiliate, and then you start making money off of Twitch. And it's it's a lot bigger than what I can describe. But everyone AEW are gamers. I mean, these kids game like for yeah. hours, and they're and they're doing quite well.
0: That's what I saw and Miro's on there, Rusev's on there, and that's where I go, wait a yes! second. I go, what's going on? And then I saw stuff coming out of what people were, were making on there. And I go, that's why Vince Russo was telling me to get my podcast on Twitch. Because it's yes. that's where wrestling fans are, though, because wrestling fans play video games. And I think it gives us a direct a direct contact with our fans much quicker live. than a lot of other things.
1: And it's live. Yes and and they you can get the fans involved with your podcast stream and they can be answering questions and you have like a virtual chat room while you have your guest on there
0: wow and that's so a way that's, for them to watch the show that that would entice them to subscribe to watch it early essentially even because they're seeing the live show
1: yeah and then you can move that to your youtube or whatever it is yeah. and put on other platforms but yeah it's it's a pretty big world and i didn't realize i'm a, i just started maybe like two months ago, but I don't play like Halo and Grand Theft Auto. Like, I'm not good at all those 20 buttons on one controller. Yep. I play like the slot machines and yep. play like, you know, super Mario or Tetris. Like I'm, I'm good at those, <laughs> but it, it, but they don't care. The fans just They love just watching you play. And then you have this chat room that you're just answering questions. And then the fans, you know, they, they subscribe to you and then it's, it's incredible. I mean, some of the people that are on there have like 15 million followers yeah, it's and huge. it's taking over like YouTube and Instagram. Like it's a faster platform than, it, than the other ones that I'm using.
0: I, I actually, I had, I turn, I'm turning my guest room, one of my guest rooms upstairs into my Twitch room. I already got everything set up. I got a PS PlayStation camera. I got banners made. I got a gaming chair. I got the headset. It starts the end of this week and I'm just going to do like the shooting games and play with fans and interact yeah. and turn it into a different um, social media platform than I'm doing on anything else. Because yeah. I, that's so crazy. <laughs> you brought that up. I'd see, I always learned something from doing these shows. I didn't realize cause Miro now it makes sense. Cause I always see him talking. I go, wait a second. I thought that was, I thought Twitch was solely for video games and that's I did too. Yeah. Wow.
1: And I have my office, I have my huge green screen yep. and my, about my gaming computer. And so you can even have your green screen of your game. And then you, have, you see some people in front of it playing with the game behind them. Incredible. It's just a cool experience. You get the fans just loving all that. So you can put your podcast logo behind you while you're on your podcast stream.
0: Ah. Yeah. See, that's what I was going to do That because I changed the TV logo I got behind me in the studio. And I was going to that's so then I'll just put up set up a separate thing to record live on Twitch. While I'm recording for the other platforms anyways. And yeah, it's Yeah,
1: i am going to bill you now for my info. Yeah, Let this is get that invoice out.
0: Vicky, you have another hug coming your way when I see
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's huge. I mean, I didn't realize, but all the girls, they, they're on Twitch and yeah. it's just the way they talk about it got me interested. So I went and bought my computer and so cool. all the all the shit that belongs to it. And it's just I, I, I need to stream more. That's what I need to do, but it's trying to find that time in my yeah. day to get it all done. Well,
0: <laughs> no, insane. And I, I didn't know how I was gonna do it. I was go, you know what? At the end of the day, I usually get my stuff done. I have a little bit of time at night. I go, I'm gonna start off, I'm just gonna set aside like 30, 40 minutes every night and try to make it a routine. And it's right upstairs next to my room. I go, I'll see how it goes. And but then the podcast that was something now that that's entirely I don't have to do any extra work for that. And I already got all the stuff set up, so it's
1: it's addicting. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. No, Vince Russo was so adamant with me. He's like, Bro, bro, get on Twitch. And I'm like, why is Vince Russo obsessed with Twitch? I don't play video games. And now yeah. it's he was he now was giving know. me golden advice. I'm sorry, Vince.
1: Yeah. If you need any help, I have a guy helping me in my podcast. So I you can email me if you need help and I, I can pass you to a guy okay. who does all the fine tuning of the podcasting and get, make sure the streams are right and stuff. If you have any problems.
0: Okay. Awesome. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, Vicki. I know you're a busy woman, but I do want to ask everyone I have on, and I feel like you're, you, you're just an intelligent, intelligent woman. I always ask for one piece of advice that is, that you've learned in your life there, or that has helped you to leave the listeners with.
1: Okay. My one advice for any listener is to never forget your faith in anything you're doing in life. Um, I believe that through my adversities, um, losing Eddie and then having to provide for my girls, if I didn't have my faith in Jesus Christ, I would not have made it by myself or to depend on any other man to help me. So I think faith is really important to keep me grounded and level-headed and not to get tied up in all the chaos and to make sure I remember what is real and what is not.
0: I love it. That is fantastic advice. Thank you. And with that, Vicki, where can everyone find you on everything on on social media and Twitch? And I know you have the Excuse Me podcast. (laughs) Where's the best place to direct people for you?
1: Um, On my Instagram, I'm at Guerrero underscore Vicki. On Twitter, I'm at Vicki Guerrero. My website's VickiGuerrero.net. On Twitch, I think it's twitch.tv forward slash Excuse me, VG. Um, and you can find me on AEW Wednesday nights tonight or whenever this airs. It's on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time on channel TNT. Excuse me!
0: Awesome, Vicki. Thank you as always. And it was great to see you again.
1: Thank you, Ryan. I wish you so much success and love.
0: Thank you very much. And guys, we will be right back after these messages. They say all men are created equal. Whether we believe that or not, I believe there is a champion inside each and every one of us. Life is energy and food is energy. What we put inside our bodies determines how we feel and act. I have always wanted to be more and I feel everyone wants to be more than what we are. Supplement companies that use aspartame and sucralose aren't concerned with our health or fitness, but Feed Me More Nutrition believes in selling good for good and creating a relationship that lasts forever using only natural sweetener stevia and monk fruit and more ingredients that work we give you more because we want you to be more feedmemore.com and Amazon hey what's going on guys it's the big guy ride back and I want to talk to you about fuel meals my personal meal prep service I've been using for years meal prep at your doorstep fuel meals at fuelmeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code THEBIGGUY to save 15%. FuelMeals.com. Feed me more. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast, and just how much I love their Real Good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low carb, grain free, gluten free, and keto friendly. Most items have as low as three to four grams of carbs per serving, from their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers. You can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more welcome back thank you to vicky guerrero that was that was a great time and uh always so good to see people i haven't seen in a while and we talked about it on the show about um my favorite part and the the part i miss the most is being around all the other people the talent and you guys are you're used to traveling with people or seeing people and they become they become like your family so it was uh and then once you, you always have a relationship with those people. And I find it's like whenever you, you don't see each other, uh, but you can pick right up where you left off. And uh, I look forward to seeing Vicki in, in the future and she's going to continue to do great things. So thank you very much for doing the show, Vicki. Moving on, guys, I got to say this is our final two days here with the Feed Me More Nutrition $3,000 cash giveaway. And signed a WWE Heavyweight Championship. All you got to do, guys, is go to FeedMeMore.com. Use discount code Ryback 3000 Ryback 3000 at checkout. We give you 20% off your order. You get an option for a free shaker, bottle, and wristband. And you are automatically entered with each purchase. It ends Friday, October 2nd. This Friday, October 2nd at midnight Pacific. Guys, so you have less than two days to get your, get your orders in from when this show comes out and on Saturday on Ryback TV on YouTube, I am going to be announcing the winner. So it could be you for just simply trying the best supplements on the planet. You could have a PayPal with $3,000 sitting in your account Saturday afternoon and a signed, signed WWE heavyweight championship. So, Get your orders in for that, guys. And thank you for supporting Feed Me More Nutrition. We've had some more good news on that front. And we're going to continue to grow uh, and expand and and just continue uh, to give you guys the best. And and I'm learning so much and with my diet. And I've talked about with everything um, and being very plant-based now. I, I think this is, I've done eight straight days on the vegan diet. I've been doing it for weeks. I had a couple meals I did for Ryback TV in that between chicken wings and and, a McDonald's video. Um, But we've done eight days and I'm going to be looking at not doing that as much as possible, finding ways to do creative fun videos, which I've already started um, where I could adhere to the vegan diet Uh, and cutting out different things. It's really helped me with my inflammation. And I've even noticed like morning, if I ever have back pain, it would be in the morning, like morning pain from sleeping. It's gone. And I have no doubt in what I've learned with having Austin on and Sarah Brandow from that episode, which the sound's not the greatest, I apologize. That was my mistake on that. But um, just learning about and expanding my diet of eating more nutritious foods and chickpeas and lentils, and there's so many different foods out there where you can, in plenty of protein, and, and I told you guys that planta, we're doing plant proteins now. Um, and, and, they're working on them right now. And I'm, what I'm going to end up doing is doing away with my grass fed whey protein. Um, because I morally, I just can't do it anymore. Um, knowing what I know and what's going on and seeing how good I feel. And it's just something, um, I, I've given a lot of thought to, and everything would feed me more nutrition. It never was designed to be like vegan friendly. And it just happened. And it was, it was like, well, why wouldn't I use vegan capsules over the other ones? Well, it's a little bit more money. Why wouldn't I? It, everyone could take it then. Whereas there's people, when you use of this, the other ingredient that they use for the capsules with gelatin and things, you limit what you can do. I go, well, as a business, I want everyone to be able to take my products. I have the best supplements. I want everyone to be able to take them. And you know all the, the BCAAs. When I when I did the finish at branch chain amino acids, and, and they they go, do you want to do, do you want to do vegan friendly BCAAs? I go, that's the thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. And they go, yeah, it's just the exact same BCAAs. They're just vegan friendly. They come from plants. And I go, absolutely. And they go, there it's a little bit more money. I go, that's fine. It's better better quality. Everyone could buy my supplements. So, and that's where this is just kind of it's, it's, it, I always say it's an extension of me, my, in my brand of growing and learning and evolving. And um, the more I learn and implement and I'm passing that on through my supplements on what is helping me. So, a lot of really cool things going on. And I'm looking to get another flavor of the Pump Plex City. Uh, it's going to be between watermelon and grape. I may go grape just to have it be completely. Grape and cherry. I like those two flavors for the for the Popplex. So, uh, we may be leaning towards that as far as that goes. I do want to say, I'm looking here real quick. My notes are, oh, there it is. I will read that in a second. I'm going to go ahead to you guys. You're, we need iTunes reviews, guys. If you could please, if you've been a listener to this show. Your iTunes reviews are so greatly appreciated. Um, and before I get into my thought of the week, there, there were a couple bad reviews this week, um, which happens. It happens. Unfortunately, though, it, it sucks when it happens over things with fake news or people that read, again, the wrestling dirt sheets. And they're angry. And, and I understand life sucks at times. And people get sucked in. They read a piece of content that that elicits a certain reaction out of them and then they use social media to then go past the hate they have along in whatever destructive way they can, which is one of the, the downfalls of social media in this and, and it sucks when you have a brand and people that act like this. That's why I need the people that listen, my listeners, I need you guys to leave the good reviews if you can on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, and this is, we're going to read this because I think this is important because this is a, uh, this is how some people think and the opinions they've formed over. And I, and I've been very transparent and honest on what's happened. And when I left WWE, a lot of negative things got pushed out and they still continue to get pushed out with this trademark thing goes on with the Ryback trademark and people, and whenever you do anything in your life and you, you make it in anything, it attracts love and it attracts a lot of hate. And it doesn't matter. All the people need people. There's a lot of people out there that are down and out and they need to fuel their anger and they need reasons to be upset and distract themselves. And I'm going to read you this and I'm going to take moments to explain again for listeners. So people fully understand, because no matter how many times you say it, it seems it's never enough. Ryback is an effing Mark one star. Not only does Ryan have the worst takes on things, but he's also self-centered and delusional. He masks himself under the guise of positivity, but talks bad about so many people coming off as bitter and negative. And again, now when you say so many people, you would ask, well, who are these people that I'm talking bad and negative about? Again, I have a situation going on with a past place that I worked with that is very personal, that has nothing to do with on a creative level that was just what resulted as a lot of things behind the scenes at a very personal level that people fans can't understand so they they take this and they now include themselves in something they know nothing about but they they what they do is they will alter the truth and they'll go about so many people who are these so many people If he says something horrible and people laugh, he'll run with it, but he'll backtrack fast when people call him out on his own BS. And again, so not knowing uh, exactly, I have a feeling I know what this is in reference to. This is in reference to when I made the post on Meltzer and Vince, and specifically this came right after Vince, where I said the world will be a better place when Vince passes and I referenced death. I literally in the tweet said, I am not wishing death on him. People, though, it was reported, it got reported that I wished Vince dead. So then these people, they take it. They don't read the actual tweet. Or even if they do, they don't read it for what it is. They they read it how they want to take it. They want to be angry. So it's, oh my God, this, this piece of shit wishes death on him. Even though clearly said in it that I didn't. And I've explained this. People are born and people die. You could reference death. I'm dealing with a company and I know a lot of bad things about them and what they've done to people. Far past what you will see watching as a fan on TV. I firmly 100% stand behind my words. I will never back for anything. I say, I can't apologize because I never wish death. But people like this will get angry because you don't apologize for something because they want you to apologize for the way they're misinterpreting it. Because that, that... justifies their anger and behavior in their head for them misinterpreting it, but they don't want it. They don't want to accept that with that. He continues. He has no integrity. He's even turned his back on his so-called best friend, Pat. So again, in in the Pat situation spoken. So honestly about this, the guy was stealing from me from the very beginning he was doing a lot of shady things that you should not do with someone who you're supposed to be best friends with. When he got caught doing all of this, he was the one. He didn't want to deal with any of it. And he quit. And then he came out and tried to say a lot of things and do a podcast that didn't last. That didn't last spreading lies to try to be in finding other things out about him. That's what he's done to a lot of people because he wants to put something out there and try to beat you to the punch when I didn't want to talk about it because my best friend, I just caught stealing from me. So you see, but this person doesn't want to accept the facts. It's Ryback's a horrible person. And constantly brings up porn with his porn star co-host, even though she audibly sounds like she's tired of talking about those subjects. Um, I would guess he's talking about the show and we would have Phoenix. Phoenix loves talking about sex and about porn. So I have no idea that she will be the one that brings that up. So again, that I don't, I don't know how to, to what to say to that. If you want to hear a guy talk about how great he is and make excuses and shift the blame when he makes mistakes, then this is the podcast for you. I wish I bought one of his overpriced goal boards so I could put pictures of him ending this podcast. It's such sweet irony and he thinks people are so judgmental when he is the most judgmental person alive. The secret to his success is that he's a horrible person. He is lucky to have made millions of dollars. Uh, Hold on. So we'll finish this in WWE while being a middling talent at best. Somehow he managed to screw that up to wake up. It's feeding yourself fast food in your car alone time minus five stars. So, you see how some people, you will interp- interpret this, will interpret you in an entirely different way than, than most people do. And it just feels this is the hate that exists in the world and that people have an outlet to, like, I can look at this, I go, this is a person that couldn't be any more wrong about this. Now, someone like this oftentimes too will have trouble understanding someone being positive and loving, but standing up for what they believe in and being a strong individual and they can't understand that because they don't have that in them themselves. So, they just don't understand it. So, they attack and they criticize. You know, he says, this is a guy, he is lucky to have made millions of dollars in WWE. Uh, somehow, he managed to screw that up too. I can't I can't talk anymore openly about how why I left. And in the pain that I was in, in my body, my back and shoulder, and them giving me cortisone and Toradol, and me having to walk away, I had to save my career walking away for millions of dollars. Like that was a decision that I made, but this was a guy that he screws it up. This is a guy who then he tries to make someone feel bad about using YouTube as a another outlet to reach his fans, which we've talked about as having various revenue sources through a business feed me more nutrition. And this is what you call working. And literally being on, me and Vicky talk about being on Twitch and you see people that are on TV doing exactly what I'm doing, but they will try to make it look like I'm a, what do you want to, loser for doing it. So a person like this is so hurt and then they, so, but they have to go leave a negative review because they want to try to hurt what what I'm doing and they try to stop the mentions in there. I can't wait for him to end his podcast. I got news for you, buddy. It's not ending. It's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Because I love what I do and I keep working towards it. And if there does come a point where I don't think it's beneficial, and I'll make that decision and I'll stand firmly behind it. But it's like you just see the hate that some people are filled with and it sucks. So I ask those of you that listen, that support this show, if you could please leave the good reviews on that. Because I feel like it's reviews like that that really, it sucks. It sucks to see stuff like that. With that, but people like that—they have formed an opinion. There's so many lies on what is in that. All I can do is just keep being me and keep putting out good stuff and keep being a good person, because and then and I and it drowns it out eventually. But unfortunately, there's with social media in this day and age, the people that are down and out—they have they gang up together and they do things. So that's why you need the good to overrule the bad on this. So please, guys, your positive re- reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated. But I wish that person the best. I hope they find happiness and love. And uh, I'm sorry you feel that way uh, about about the things that you do. Um, but I could tell you, having that hate towards me, you've never met me. You don't know me. That you're just wasting your energy over someone. You know, I have my dealings with WWE, which is a personal situation with me. You'll never see me going and attacking people. That that like that in that regard. Like it's, it's over things that I'm dealing with. And I do so, in the, and I believe based on what they're doing to people, what they've done to past performers. And I have the experience to speak on it at a, at a very intelligent level. Where's that? And it's just lies and hate. And it comes with the territory, but wish wish your best, bud. And I, I hope you can uh, find a fifth of the happiness that I have in what I'm doing in my life and uh, what I built. So thank you very much. All right, guys, wrapping up uh this week thought of the week uh, my thought of the week is is it deals again on what we saw with social dilemma and what we're dealing with on something that, that came out today even is is be very careful guys on who you give your attention and energy to and using social media to spread hate We all see things we don't like. You just move on, guys. You got to get better at it. I know that. But until you learn that, it's something. You know, there's people, I get messages. I posted a thing that people, a a guy, a sheriff for Dallas. He's in the the sheriff. He's a sheriff for for, somewhere in Dallas. uh, Dallas. Left me just this really negative, horrible message on, on Instagram over the uh the feed me more stuff because i guess um i guess it got reported that i'm suing Ezekiel elliott i'm not suing anybody i don't have to sue anybody but people take information and spread lies and people read it and then they react out of it and use social media to go spread hate and that's where I was like you gotta just gotta educate yourselves all just all the constantly gotta be aware of that people you know It's crazy to me, I have to explain this in in 2020, that guys, don't read things and believe everything you read. And again, if there's something you don't like, just don't react to it. You're not helping, you're choosing to be angry. But this is a guy like in a position and he talks about God and his wife and kids. And I see him, how he's using social media. And what he messaged me was just, it wasn't accurate. He's mad at me. He's mad because he thinks I'm suing Ezekiel Elliott. And I and I go. I'm not. I don't. I don't have to sue him. He's going to be rejected for his feed me trademark because it's too similar to feed me more. And luckily, people like that aren't involved in in real life situations and matters in the legal process over things. But it's like nowhere did I. We're not not suing anyone. Not, not, there's nothing going on. There's nothing to go on right now. <clears throat> but the thing. The takeaway is is. You got to be careful of the information and what you're doing to distract yourselves. Like it's one thing if you want to go read wrestling dirt sheets, if that's where you get your, your fix on things and you get your fill on things and, and that's your form of entertainment. But at least be under understand that like there's a really good chance that they're manipulating your thoughts and feelings on things to entice you to click and then read. And then they sell you ads on their platform like it all ties into that social dilemma thing. And you got to see these they do it to everyone, not just me. They do it to everybody, guys. And this is one of the bad things about like having people having access is it just the, the, the hate they want to spread. It's like, first of all, like this is something, a situation that involves me in my life, in my brand, whether you agree with it or not, I don't care. Why is it of any concern to you? Why? it's not your It's not your place to be involved in it. Don't waste your time. You're just blocked. And like that guy now, there's a good chance this guy probably will be fired from his job for being an idiot. And it and it sucks. And people are probably going to report him. And it, it, there's no, it just because using social media in an irresponsible way, you can't, you got to be careful how what you do and what you post. There's no need for it, guys. Be better. And I always tell my, like my people that follow me and listen to me, like, I don't want, don't spread hate to other people. If you love me, don't love everybody. Don't, or don't, don't post negative things to other people. If you hear somebody say something bad about me, just let them go. They'll be blocked. It doesn't, the stuff doesn't get through. I am mean, at such a high level above it, but it's so important to raise awareness on this because so many people deal with hate, but like a lot of this, but this is a, just an instance of a guy that chose to form a hateful opinion over something that's not even happening. It's not even happening. So what like look why are you mad at me? Be mad at the dirt sheets <laughs> for the people reporting fake news. See, this is the world though we live in. That's why I'm just a big believer. I'm pushing out content, pushing out the love and positivity in my branding and being off of it and not being exposed because and just having real life interactions. Because people don't act like this in the real in real in the real world. It's love and happiness everywhere I go. <clears throat> so let's just be better guys. Let's be, let's, let's educate ourselves more and realize that there's a good chance that, that what we read, it, it could be completely false or it could be being put in a way to make us uh, elicit a certain emotion out of us. And that for us to end it right there, end it right there. I see things all the time and I'm gonna read that make me unhappy, but I'm not going to go seek that person out and then go leave a hateful post on that. Cause I know that that doesn't serve anybody. I'm just wasting my time. And that's where we got to get. And it's not my job to get people to figure it out. I'll talk about it because it will get through to a few people. But for the most part, it won't get through to most people. And it is the way that it is. And I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing and doing great things. So, but it's, uh, there's a lot of hate out there, guys. And it comes in waves and then it goes away and it comes in waves and it goes away. And it's never stopped me. It never will. And I know who and what I am. I know, I know I'm know i a good person. I know the people that meet me and, and have real interactions with me. And, and I'm not worried too bad. But there's a lot of bad that's gone on with fake stuff and, and negative stuff. And, and that's why I ask if you listen and you follow me enough, you'll know. You'll get it. But um, that's my thought of the week. All right. Paying the bills. Fuel Meals. FuelMeals.com. Meal prep service, say 15% with discount code TheBigGuy. They have all custom meals on their signature meals, guys. Fuelmeals.com. Check them out if you want to get some meal prep on your doorstep. We talked about the Feed Me More Nutrition cash giveaway already. Use discount code ryback 3000 It's the final two days to enter my $3,000 cash giveaway in signed WWE Championship. Just click on FeedMeMore.com. We got the image on the homepage. And just follow the instructions. Guys, you'll be automatically entered. The winner could be you. For all personal videos, cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. Check out our store on Teespring. Guys, we're the Feed Me More More store on Teespring. On that, I'm now on Twitch. I'm Ryback Rules on Twitch. And after talking with Vicky, I'm going to be doing my podcast. When I record, guys, uh, I'm going to be recording on Twitch as well. So follow me on there, at Ryback Rules, and you can get early access to the podcast. It's not going to be edited uh, like it is for the audio and for the video, um, but you'll get to see the raw conversation. Uh, and I'm going to be doing the shooting blanks wrestling report, I think. And I'm going to be doing the uh, Ryback show on the conversation part. And then obviously I'll leave this, others, all the other stuff um, separate because I, I record different pieces of this. Um, but yeah, so I think it's going to be a really cool thing as we continue to grow the Twitch and I'm going to be streaming games on there as well, guys. So if you can give me a follow, Ryback rules on Twitch. My motivational book Wake Up It's Feeding Time available on Amazon and paperback, Audible, and Kindle formats. I am the big guy Ryback 22. Feed me more nutrition, the Ryback show and Ryback TV on Instagram. I am Ryback on Twitter, still trying to get verified again. After losing it. After changing my name. Uh, Feed me more nutrition on Facebook. Ryback 247 on Snapchat. And the big guy Ryback 22 on TikTok. Sorry. And for all fan mail guys. We got that on the Ryback TV. uh, Also on YouTube. Uh, Follow me on there Ryback TV. But I got my fan mail address on all the videos. On the description. And the comment section. But for all fan mail. P.O. Box 752. 740 Las Vegas, Nevada 89136. I ask you to limit it to one to two pieces and include a self addressed stamped envelope. But thank you guys. I love you. Thank you for the love and support. You've just listened to another episode of The Ryback Show. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment, and.